0: Well, all right, everybody, we made it, right? It's finally 2021. And I don't know about you, but it it does. God has given us this gift of a new year. And and when we have these new years, it causes us to reflect. I was doing that with a friend yesterday, reflect on last year. But we also start thinking about how am I going to live next year? How are we going to invest our life that's coming up in this year? Our time, our talent, our resources, what kind of return are we looking for? So we're, we're starting a series today and we, we've decided to call it, What's Next? You Decide. And we're just gonna look for this the month of January at all of these amazing things that Jesus actually offers us and then we decide. And so today um, we've titled it Invest or Not. Are we going to invest Or not. Here's the definition of invest it's to give something away that offers potential profitable returns. So let me just tell you right now a year ago, right now, if you had invested $10,000 in Zoom, (laughs) if you would have been one of the lucky people who did that, in one article I read, it said today you would have $55,000 that would have been a good investment. Well, I wanna take you to Mark chapter 10, where Jesus talks about making an investment. Starting off in verse 28, Peter spoke up, one of the disciples, he says, we have left everything to follow you. Okay, now that's an investment. If an investment is giving something away, and Peter's like, we gave like everything away. We left everything to follow you. Now he did that because there was a potential profitable return. And the we there, he says, we have left everything to follow you. And when he's talking about we, he's talking about disciples, the disciples. We, we did that. All of us did that, Jesus. And, and so, and what's a Disciple. You know, we don't have that word in our culture today. And so lots of times I'll find myself and others, we, we, we will use follower. We're trying to help people understand what a, a disciple is. But in that culture, you guys, a disciple was someone who gave their life away for the potential profitable return of becoming like the rabbi. And they gave everything for that. Well, then I love it. So Jesus says, okay, you guys left everything. And here was his reply. Truly, I tell you, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the gospel's sake will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age, homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, fields, along with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. Okay, you guys. We, we thought, come on, man, $10,000 into 55 with Zoom? Jesus is blowing that away. And he says, truly, I'm telling you, like no one will fail to receive this type of return on the investment of your life man this is a crazy return and what are we investing in he says you invest in me and my sake my purposes my cause and you invest in the gospel's sake and gospel again means the good news you invest your life in the good news well well what's the good news See, the gospel has a cause and a purpose. What is it? It's that everyone, every person on this planet would know that they can be reconciled to God. They can be saved from a life of sin and destruction and selfishness, saved, reconciled back into a life with God so that he's present with you now and forever. That's the good news. So basically what Jesus is saying is, What I'm asking you to invest in is if you invest as a disciple in Jesus and in others, because that's what the good news is. It's all about it's about people. He says, "You give your life to that, a hundred times is the return that's waiting for you." So, man, here's my phrase today that I just want to pound home for us: disciples invest in Jesus and in others. And if you're a Christian today, if you're a follower of Christ, that's you. That's what we are. We invest in Jesus and others. So this last year, we actually even tweaked our um, vision statement as a church. We've had this vision statement for 17 years, but we just tweaked it. And here's what it says now. It says, we are gonna be a church that makes disciples with reckless faith. In Jesus Christ. And we just added that in there because we've always wanted to be a church with reckless faith, but now we want to make disciples that have reckless faith in Jesus Christ, fleshed out in sacrificial love, service to those in need, and a commitment to invite people into an ever-deepening relationship with God. That's what we're gonna do. Well, in light of that, in light of I knew this message was coming up, and in light of the what we're focusing on, this shift for K2 in 2021. Um, I had a conversation with Ann Eshelman and I've asked her to join me today up here on the stage. And um, and many of you will recognize Ann because she's one of our great worship leaders um, here at K2. And we were just having a conversation, catching up um, last month. And then I started finding out what what Ann's doing. (laughs) And I just thought, okay, you need to share your story. So thanks, Ann, for joining us today.
1: Yeah, I am excited to be here.
0: Cool. All right, so on this whole theme... Of, of discipling and being discipled. Take us back to you and how you experienced that kind of growing up in your life.
1: Yeah, um, I grew up in a culture and in a home where I feel like I I felt, experienced, knew Jesus from a young age. Um, I would say, though, one of the big shifts for me in my own faith was my senior year of high school, I had a youth leader who discipled me. And so, and I think that was transformative for me in, on two different fronts. One, she had set uh, time aside to train me and, and help me navigate life and faith in that moment. Um, so she was directly kind of guiding me and pouring into me, Uh, but also because she was willing to be vulnerable with me about her own journey. Uh, and, and I would say not oversharing, but authentic about what her what her faith is made of and what life consisted of. Um, so I feel like because she was vulnerable with me, I had this like window into the faith of somebody who was more mature uh, than me. And, uh, and that I think was priceless.
0: Yeah, it, it, it is priceless. Because <laughs> one, one of the unique things about my life is I never had that. I, I never had anybody do that for me. And it is an investment. And so someone poured their life into you but then you get out of high school, you jump into college, and now all of a sudden it starts to reciprocate. So tell us about that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so when I went off to college, I joined a ministry that had a big emphasis on discipleship. And uh, so I went through a training as part of that process. And then through college and most of my adult life, um, I have been discipling gals kind of high school, college age.
0: Yeah. So you receive it, and now you're giving it. But not, but not only gave it, again, you got equipped to be able to do it. So you've been doing it your whole life, and then you and I are talking, and you tell me the story about Mackenzie, so share that.
1: Yeah, so we have a family friend who had gone off to college out of state, um, and so about a year ago, out of the blue, I get a call from her, and she had been given a Bible from a friend, and she's like, Ann, I've got this Bible, it's super intimidating, I don't really know what to do with it, but I remember that you would do uh, Bible studies with uh, high school and college age girls. And she's like, I have this idea that maybe we could stay in touch by you teaching me about the Bible. So we've been doing that.
0: That's so that's so cool. It's ama- I mean, and that does not happen very often where someone comes to you and says, hey, I would love for you to point me. But I love the fact that she saw you. She was living life with you and she saw the life you were living. So she knew she could come to you, which is so cool. So, so share with everybody what you've been doing.
1: Yeah, so we just, we do FaceTime.
0: Um, we, which by we- the way, this was before COVID. <laughs> and so, but I, but so much of our life right now is in FaceTime. And that's one of the things when you said you were doing this, I'm like, okay, hey, listen, guys, listen to this because we can all do this. So go yeah, for it. It
1: works. It <laughs> works. I will say I prefer being in person, <laughs> but, yeah. but FaceTime, it, it works. And that's, that's all that this discipling over the last year has consisted of. I've gotten to see her in person twice. Um, but for the most part it's, it's FaceTime. Um, so we meet weekly. It's about an hour that we end up chatting and, um, we do, we talk about Life first kind of fills me in on what's, what's been going on. And we talk through those things and, um, and then we are, we move into scripture study. So we're going through the gospel of Luke right now. So we go chapter by chapter and we look at what Jesus said and what he did and what that shows us about God and then what that means and how we can apply that in our lives. And then we both share really, I mean, so, so, um, we both spend time beforehand, studying that passage and then, and in prayer and expecting to receive from the Lord about that. And then we both share about where we are. And so I I hope that this, um, that that helps kind of complete this picture for her, or at least move toward of seeing someone else's faith, the way that I was able to when I was
0: younger. And And what I love about that is that's not complicated. That's not hard to do, to read the scripture and say, what do we see Jesus saying and doing? What's it tell us about God? What's that tell us about us and what should we be doing? Yeah. Hey guys, I, I, I just love that. Well, Ann, so you've been doing this for years and tell us why. Like, why are you, because you're doing what I'm talking about today. You are actually investing your life into other people. So what, tell, tell everybody why.
1: Uh, so many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think this is just the model that Jesus sets out for us. If we're going to, if we want to follow Jesus, then we look at what he did, and then we try to do those things um, and so I think like that 's what he does. He has his disciples and and when you think about what the kingdom that he set out to bring to announce god 's kingdom, and that his his plan A for that was to just pour into a few number a small number of people and do a lot of teaching but but the way that he planned to perpetuate this his good news and to bring his kingdom was through just a few people. So you think, okay, well, if it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. (laughs) Um, I, I, also just think this is what we see in nature. We see, we know streams flowing are good. They can support life and they're healthy. And, and I just have this sense that for myself, um, I am healthy spiritually and, and otherwise when God and people in whom God is alive are pouring into me. And then, and then that's flowing out into other people. It kind of like maintaining that flow, I think is so important for, for being healthy. you know, when, when there's not, when water's not flowing, it gets all gross and slimy and it's, it doesn't support life anymore. Um, and, and it's just, I, I think truly one of the great joys of my life. Um, these relationships to, um, to walk with somebody in the really hard and painful times um, in the slow kind of relatively uneventful times. (laughs) Um, But then also to see when they do experience increased peace and, and breakthrough and healing and all this to, to, to know that um, it turns out that I have been a vessel that God has used as he has like illuminated their path and brought them into greater wholeness. And um, it, I mean that that's like what it's, that's what life I think really is all about.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, man, thank you so much, but thank you for investing in people. And, and and I, I also know you, I mean, you, 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 lead worship here. You're investing in others because you invest in Jesus. I mean, it is. And so, but way to go. Just thanks. And thanks for sharing your story today. Yeah,
1: Thanks for having me.
0: You bet. Well, there you go, you guys. Uh, wow. I, I could not. Uh, that's the story. What an illustration of, of hopefully what I'm going to share with you now. And I'm just going to bring up God's word to us to help us to understand why is it the disciples invest in Jesus and invest in each other. And what's interesting is you see it, like Ann said, it's, it's his life from the very beginning. As soon as Jesus hops on the scene, the first thing he does is get baptized. The second thing he does is go in the desert and get tested for 40 days to prepare himself. But then he comes out and the first thing he does is he starts sharing the good news because that's what he's all about, is helping other people get connected to God. And then the very next thing is this, Matthew chapter four, verse 18. It says, as Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and his brother, Andrew, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of people. And immediately they left their nets and they followed him. Now, here's what's interesting. When Jesus says to us, and he says this to every one of you, every one of you listening today, okay? Whether you are already a follower of Jesus or if you're checking out faith, Jesus says, follow me to every one of us. But here's what's interesting. Follow me is not a command. He doesn't, it was, it was interesting to look up the word and to see he's not commanding anybody to follow him. It's an invitation. It's an invitation. That's why in our mission statement here at K2, it's to invite and equip everyone to live out the adventure of following Jesus. So here's what's interesting. When he said, follow me, they didn't have to. <laughs> they didn't have to do that. They got to decide. And that's the point. You actually decide. What's next for you for this year? You decide if you want to follow Jesus or not. So it's interesting, right? Because I thought about this. When I said to Susie, marry me, and I will make you the happiest woman on earth. (laughs) Now, Now, obviously, she didn't have to. She had a decision to make. And her decision was, am I going to invest my life in his life for me? Will I invest my life for his life? I just want to say best decision she ever made. (laughs) Um, uh, Well, uh, maybe not. But here's what I was doing in that moment. I was offering my life to her, all of me, to her. But that only works if she, in return, offers all of herself to me. So here's what I want to remind you, every one of us watching. Jesus, in 2021, Jesus Christ is inviting you to receive his life. And in doing so, you find your life. 100 times more than anything you could ever do on your own. Here's what he said in chapter 16, verse 25 of Matthew. Whoever, that would be you, whoever wants to save their life, they're going to lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. Lose your life. What's that mean? It just means I'm offering it to Jesus. It's the investment. Again, what's an investment? To give something away that offers potential profitable returns. And what Jesus is asking every human being that he created to give away to him is your life. Invest your life in me, he says. And so the apostles say, well, we left left everything to follow you best decision they ever made and it's the best decision that you can make too so disciples what do they do <clears throat> we invest in Jesus so in the passage he simply says follow me follow me and by the way can I just say you don't ever ask need ever need to ask Jesus to be with you <laughs> okay he is always there for us all the time, but he's asking us to be with him. So if you're a disciple by definition, what that means is you have a teacher, you have a master. Now, what we know obviously is that when you invite Jesus and you respond to his invitation and you invite him into your life and you receive him, the Bible says you receive him as Lord. So he's not like just a teacher. He is, he's, he's God in the flesh. He is my Lord. And so the way you invest your life, give your life to Jesus, is you say, you call the shots now. I give you all of me. And that's the most beautiful thing. His life is now my life. We share it. We're in fellowship with each other. And I know for me and many of you, like this is the beauty. I have given my life away. For him. And man, the return is a hundred times what you presently have every time you do. But then, part of the investment in Jesus is you go, okay, so I'm gonna follow you. And then Jesus goes, okay, well then I'm gonna invest in you. Holy smokes, Jesus Christ investing his life in me? Because what's he saying? You follow me. He says, I'll make you. Well, wait a second. So, you mean if I give you my life, then it's not up to me to try to do all this better stuff and be this and do all that? He goes, No, no, no. He goes, You just trust me. You just follow me. And then he says, And I will make you. Yes, I, I never knew this as I was studying this week. That word make at its root means to spend time with. Isn't that interesting? Basically, Jesus is saying, if you spend time with me, if you follow me, which is, that's what following him would be, is you'd be spending time with him. If this is happening, he goes, then I'm going to make you, I'm going to transform your life. And you will actually start to look like me. And then when you look at Jesus, it's love. Love. So can I just say, so for the rest of the, the series, we're going to say, because really our vision statement, you guys, our vision is we want to look like Jesus. That's what the church is. The church is the body of Christ. So we're supposed to look like him. So we're going to go through that more in depth. The, the reckless faith, that's Jesus. I mean, he was never about himself, always doing what his father said. So I want to be transformed to be like that, to have sacrificial love. That's how we even know what love is, because Jesus laid down his life for us. So we want to look like that. We want to let Jesus make us like that, caring for those who are in need. Jesus is always meeting people's needs and inviting people to join in the adventure of following Christ to find their life in him. You guys, this is just the good news. This is the good news. The gospel that we're supposed to invest our life in is what? That Jesus invested his life. He gave away his life. That's the definition of an investment, to give away something for potential profitable return. And Jesus was saying, I'm gonna invest my life. I'm gonna give my life. And the return is, I get your life. I get you back. I created you and I love you. So he gives his life away so that he can get us He gives his life away on the cross. And then, not only gives it away on the cross, then he gives us his life through the Holy Spirit to live with us and dwell with us every single day. That is great news. So now, I just want to speak to all of us who are actually like, okay, so I'm a disciple. Those who have received him. Those of us who say, I follow him. And I, I just... God, help us to hear this really clearly. Jesus says, If you follow me, I'll make you. But what's He make us? He makes us fishers of people. We invest our lives in other people. That's how we can even know if we're actually following Christ. I know there's lots of things that he wants us to do that, that are right and good. And, but ultimately, he didn't. He, the thing he said he would do is he would make us somebody who invests in other people. Jesus says, I love people. You love people. <laughs> you follow me. Invest in me. Spend time with me. I'm going to make you someone like me. And I've set you free. This is the God... The whole setting us free from sin is setting us free from ourselves, not just from the punishment of sin, but from the power of sin, which is selfish ambition, which is demonic. He sets us free from that so that we can finally say yes to God, follow him, love him, and love people. So he says, I'm gonna make you a fisher of people. Now, do you guys ever fish? I'm I'm from Michigan. So I, I always fished in a lake. Right? That's, that's, how, that's how I fished. And, but it doesn't really matter how you fish. Like we, I'd sit in the boat with my dad, right? And we'd cast away and we'd try to go for fish. I remember the first time I actually fished with my girl, in high school with my girlfriend's parents, they just pulled up to the side of the lake, pulled up their truck, sat down some chairs, put a little stick and threw out their pole. And then they just sat down and drank a cold beer. And just, I, I'm like, that's fishing? <laughs> and then I moved here to Utah. And then I went, Fly fishing for the first time on a river. Okay, yeah. That day, reel in one hand, cigar in the other hand, totally out in the middle of nature. Man, it was awesome. But let me tell you something. It doesn't matter if you're on a lake. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in a chair. It doesn't matter if you're on a river. Here's some things that are true about anyone who fishes. Number one, you initiate you actually go fishing and so you go there and then you don't just sit there what's the next thing you do you actually cast out now back in jesus day it was a net in our day right it's usually a line with a lure but you put something out there that actually has the chance to connect with the fish the good news is what we're putting out there. And then if they swam into the net or if they bit the lure, then you did what? You, then you, you reel the fish in and you bring it in to yourself. And then you eat it. And that's where the analogy stops, okay? That, that's, that's not where we go. <laughs> Every analogy only goes so far. But I just want to tell you guys, how crucial is this right now especially in these COVID days when there's so much emotional health issues that are happening, so much loneliness, so much isolation. Man, even in the church, how critical is it that we're actually investing our life in other people? So I just wanna ask you just real quick, I'm gonna ask you this until I'm done. Follower of Jesus, Christian, are you being made someone who actually fishes for people? Are you investing your life in somebody else? That's what disciples do. We invest in Jesus and we invest in others. And what's it look like? So, so you, you initiate with people. That's we take the first step. Why? Because we follow Jesus. Just like Anne said. She goes, Why do I why am I doing this? Because that's what Jesus did. And I follow him. So I'm just, I look and see what he did, and then I do it. Jesus always initiated with people. Fishers, fishermen initiate. Second thing you do is you throw out, you cast out, you put this beautiful lure out. And what is it that you're hoping will connect? It's the good news. It's the good news that you are loved by God. Jesus did everything necessary to reconcile you back to him. And by the way, I, it doesn't matter if it's someone who already believes or a Christian. I, I've been the pastor for 33 years. I still need to hear that Jesus loves me and that he forgives me. We encourage each other. We spur each other on. We strengthen each other because we're investing in each other. Who at K2 right now, in your church, are you, follower of Jesus, investing in? Who are you encouraging with the good news? Who are you reminding of them? That they're loved, that they're forgiven, that God's with them, that he loves them. It's going to be okay. We do this. And this is what we do because we're fishers of people. Why are we fishers of people? Because we're followers of Jesus. So we initiate, we throw out the good news And then we bring them into what we have. And what do we have? We bring them into our fellowship. 1 John 1, he says, we say all this to you so that you'll have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with God and with Jesus Christ. So when we're, we're drawing people in, once they're interested, or even here at the church, we're drawing each other into relationship, into love, both into relationship with Jesus, that they can have that and into our fellowship with each other. And you do it. And Jesus says, Listen, you guys, can I just tell you something? If you follow me, okay, if you give up everything, if you invest your life for me, for my sake, and for this sake, the gospel's sake, the good news' sake, you are going to receive a hundred times more. What did Ann say? Why, do, why else do I do this? Because I'm like blessed. I, I'm, I'm getting this amazing experience of having people in my life that I'm pouring into who I'm watching discover the beauty of Jesus. She's returned the investment the return of the investment she's doing is the love of people who are finding God in in relationship. That's why we do it. We do it. I invest all my life in Jesus. He invests his life in me. And that causes me to invest my life in others. So what's next for you? Man, in 2021, we get to decide will we actually follow Jesus? Will we actually invest our life in him? And if we are, will we invest in others? And he's saying, you do a hundred times is waiting for you. So can I just say in closing for some of you, your invitation, Jesus is giving some of you just the initial invitation today. Hey, hey, Follow me. He's inviting you into a life of forgiveness, of freedom, but most importantly, of his presence with you every single day. And all you have to do is say, Jesus, I give you my life. You gave me yours, I give you mine. And as soon as you put your faith in Christ, you, he says, you will receive me. You'll receive forgiveness and you'll receive Me. And if some of you want to do that today, you can do that. I know on our website, if you're on our website, there's a thing right now where a little hand pops up says, I would love to, please. I want to make that decision to receive Christ. And you can you can click on that, and then whether you're on Facebook or our website, please just click on the next steps link that's right there for us. Give us your information so we can help you to understand this beautiful decision you've made to invest your life in Jesus. And then for those of you who already have, I just want to encourage you to invest your life in others. By the way, um, the only way I know, Ian knows, any of us know, that we actually have the power and the love to invest in others. It's because we actually do invest in Jesus. And, And remember that word I'll make you is I spend time with him. See, this is one of the best things that God has been teaching me just in the last couple of weeks through some stuff I've been reading. I don't make myself a fisher of people. I don't make myself loving. Jesus does. That's his job. He makes us. He transforms us. And what's he ask of us? I think it's just Jesus saying, us just saying to Jesus, here's my life. It's it's like a broken, cracked, empty pot, Jesus. That's all I got. He's like, That's all I need. Give me exactly who you are. Just trust me, and I will make you a fisher of men. So, your two applications for all of us who are followers of Jesus man, make sure you're spending time with him, be with him, follow him be in fellowship with him. Because every time you are, whether it's watching this or listening to a podcast or being in your life together group, listening yourself in prayer to God, reading his scripture, whatever you do to spend time with him gives him a chance to make you. And then on the investment in others, I, the whole rest of our series, you guys, we're gonna get very practical about how to be a disciple in the next few weeks. And then we're gonna end this, how do I actually make a disciple. So we're going to equip you. That's our job, our mission, to invite and equip you. We're going to do that. But I just want to say today, before you and I leave here today, would you just do one thing? Just take the first step and just initiate with someone this week. Initiate with someone talked with a great friend a couple days ago and she's just like, man, Dave, that's what I'm doing. She goes, I, this COVID thing's hard. She goes, but I know I'm just calling people. I'm just, I'm initiating and I'm letting people know. I'm investing my life in them. So whether it's someone at K2 or someone who needs to know how much God loves them, to this week, take the step of faith to initiate. Invest your life in Jesus. Invest your life in others for the sake of the gospel, And you, he says, will not fail to receive a hundred times more than what you have. So Father in heaven, thank you for this life that you call us to. The beautiful picture that Anne gave us that, man, if I receive, if, I, if what I receive, I let fl- flow out of me, I'm alive, I'm a, I'm a life giver. My own soul is fresh and alive and I'm a blessing to others. God, thank you, Jesus, for saving us from sin, from ourselves, for giving us your Holy Spirit so we even have a chance to be made like you. Do it, God. Make us fishers of people. God, speak to every one of us who's listening today. Give us someone, lay somebody on our heart today that you want us to invest in, give our life away for, for the profitable return. I pray you'd help us to do that in Jesus' name, amen. All right, you guys, so thank you so much for joining us. Again, whether you're doing it right now on Sunday or anytime during the week. And please continue to walk this journey with us this week. And then next Sunday, we're gonna talk about the next decision we got. What's next? You get to decide. Are you gonna be reckless or not? Are you gonna be risky? Are you gonna go for it or not? And we have that choice. And we'll be talking about that next week. God bless you. Have a great day.